The Hoosiers are one day away from yet another top 10 matchup as they take on Penn State on Saturday. We have everything you need for Saturday's game coming up uh, along with my special guest, Jared, here in just a moment. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Friday, October 1st. I almost said September 31st. Uh, October 1st here for you guys, and this is Locked on Hoosiers. As always, I am your host, Jacob Rude. Joining me eventually one of these days, it'll be regularly on Tuesday once we get all set in, but joining me today is Jared. Jared, my man, how are you? I'm good, buddy, and I got I gotta say it was an absolute pleasure watching the IU game with you last weekend. That's not something that that I foresaw <laughs> happening anytime soon. So it was it was really great to be able to do that with you, pal, and and go through the uh, go through the go through. I di- how dare I say motions? Go through the emotions of uh, <laughs> IU football game together. Yeah, uh, as I mentioned a couple times on the podcast, as those who watched on YouTube saw, I was recording from a hotel room, but we wa- Jared and I watched. That Western Kentucky game together, it was fun to be able to watch with somebody who experiences the same pain I do when watching IU football. Uh, It's always better to go through traumatic stuff like that together in a group. Um, We, as I mentioned, we have our YouTube channel up. Be sure you guys have subscribed to that. Thank you for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Remember that Locked on Hoosiers is free and available on all platforms, anywhere you guys listen to podcasts at. As always on Friday's episodes, we will have all the basic information, all the betting information, some matchups that we will be watching on Saturday. Uh, Be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers, on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. We're going to jump right into it because I think this might be a little bit of a busier show. Uh, If you guys didn't see Thursday's episode or listen to it, it was the crossover episode with Kevin. That was a lot of fun with Locked On Nittany Lions. Be sure to listen to that to get an idea, better idea of what the Hoosiers have in front of them with Penn State. Uh, But that that is the game, obviously, on Saturday, IU versus Penn State, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC primetime do you ever remember IU being on an ABC primetime game um maybe a 3:30 kickoff and that was probably one of those games where we got demolished by Wisconsin so um <laughs> that, that that traditionally I don't think that's our strong suit but it's not really a tradition regardless so I'm happy happy to t- just happy to be here <laughs> it's uh I don't I know that we've been on ABC a couple times. I think some Michigan games we were on ABC too. Seems like I remember, but seven thirty kickoff. I do not remember. The whole world will get to experience IU football on prime time on Saturday. Game is obviously at uh, University Park, Happy Valley, Beaver Stadium, whatever you want to call it. They will have a stripe out on Saturday night, as Kevin uh, mentioned in yesterday's podcast. Coming into this, it doesn't look great for the Hoosiers. SP Plus that we reference often projects Penn State by 20.4 points with an 88% win probability. They project a final score of 36 to 15. It's 
It's a little higher than the betting lines that we'll get to later in the show, but those SP numbers have been pretty spot on. If anything, they've been a little favorable towards IU early in the season. Uh, Coming in, Penn State has absolutely dominated this series, although IU has the last win. (laughs) But uh, the, the Nittany Lions have won 22 of the other 23 games that they've played uh the only other win and i was actually at this game october 5th 2013 did you happen to be at that game jared i did not happen to be at that game and i i'm gonna be honest i don't even remember that happening i i I was pretty certain last year that that was our first win over penn state in like 25 years so despite being a student at IU at the time, don't remember that one. <laughs> uh, do you have any guesses as to who IU's leading uh, passer was that game? And it's a trick question because there's two there's two possibilities. Uh, so that was our dual quarterback here, huh? So that was <laughs> yeah. So what was that? That was uh, Xander Diamond or. Uh, I have to go Xander Diamond because I don't rem- I don't remember the other quarterback in that rotation. I just remember it made me mad when we did that. So I gotta go Xander. Uh, shockingly, you mentioned one of the quarterbacks that did not throw a pass that season. I think Xander was the next season. He was 2014, 2013. Nate Sudfeld and Trey Roberson uh, were the quarterbacks. Sudfeld actually threw for 320 yards and two touchdowns. The star of the show for IU though was Tevin Coleman. We had 147 yards total from scrimmage, a touchdown. Uh, Cody Latimer had nine catches for 140 yards. Kofi Hughes had 85 yards and a touchdown. I missed some of those guys. Sometimes I miss chaos team, but then I look back at that 2013 IU team that finished five and seven, and that was one of the highlights of the, the uh, Kevin Wilson era, and I do not miss that. So, Outside of that game and last season, IU has not beaten Penn State at all. And there's been some really ugly games in there. There's been some blowouts in there. But there's also been a handful of really close games, especially recently. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be IU's third top 10 game this season or matchup against the top 10 opponent this season. Looking at the schedule, we talked or talked a little bit about it before the season on here. It it looked like a tough schedule before the season, and it has gotten much tougher. Uh, IU has already played Iowa. They've already played Cincinnati, two top 10 teams. They have uh, Penn State now, and they still have games against number 10, Ohio State, number 14, Michigan, number 16, Michigan State. By mid-October, IU will have played six of the top 16 teams uh, current on the current rankings, it could obviously change, but that's over a third of the top 16 teams IU will have played. I know you have some thoughts on that, Jared, and it's going to segue into our second segment, just kind of talking about where IU stands heading into this game. Before we do that, though, we need to talk about Built Bar, our friends over there at Built Bar. Uh, did you guys know that they have so many delicious flavors, whether it's coconut, cherry barcia, double chocolate, salted caramel? They have everything, cookies and cream. If you know what your favorite flavor is, you guys, I'm sure, love them. If you don't, you can get a variety box that has two of each of those flavors to figure out your own favorite. Not only are they tasty, though, they are healthy as well. 
looking at 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of net carbs. You got amazing flavors. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. Head on over to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thank you again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Uh, we're still going to look at or we're still going to get Jared's thoughts on this IU schedule here in just a moment. Uh, but when we're done with all that, make sure your second listen today is the Locked on Big Ten podcast with Nate Dickinson as Big Ten play really and truly gets underway uh, this weekend. Jared, this is an absolutely brutal schedule. And does this increase the pressure on IU, do you think? So I think it works twofold here. I think that there should be no pressure. This should be the first game of the season where there is truly no pressure on this team. You know, week one, obviously the expectations coming off a great year last year against Iowa, disappointed. Cincinnati, everyone was just kind of hoping we got a little bit back on track for that game. Didn't really have too many expectations, but we're still hopeful, probably more hopeful than we should have been. Um, and then Western Kentucky, where, again, no expectations, so to speak, because of the quote-unquote quality of the opponent. Um, but there was pressure to sort of fix some things that were wrong and just get that first win of the year. They got it done. They got it out of the way. doesn't matter how they did it. So there really should not be much pressure here. Un- you know, this is, this is just another standard IU game, as it is every year. You know, big, ranked, big 10 opponent. Uh, Unranked IU, the you know the pressure is off in this game. We're in Beaver Stadium. No one is expecting us to get this win, especially given how bad Penn State was last year and how close that game was. But there really should not be much pressure on them to win this game. Where the pressure should be applied, and again, this goes back to sort of that Western Kentucky game, is fixing some things that are wrong with the team fundamentally. Uh, you're just going to want to see them, you know, they strug- they struggled through the air um, def- defending the pass last week. You know, you'd like to see them sort of fix that cornerback rotation that they have, a lot of moving pieces with those injuries last week. But look, I think as long as McFadden is on the field, the defense is going to have a chance. And if the defense has a chance, then we're just going to need Penix to show up. So I-, I don't think that there should be many expectations for this game. I think there should be the expectation that they get some things figured out for the remainder of the schedule. And that's an interesting kind of view to that, that I like, and it wasn't one that I thought of. I, as I mentioned, I did the show with Kevin uh, yesterday on Thursday's episode for locked on Nittany lions. I also was on roar lion roar with bill DiFilippo on uh, Thursday as well. It, it came out today on uh, for, or it should be out. I believe by the time you're listening to this. Uh, So if you want to hear me talk more about IU with uh, Penn State folks, there's plenty of places. But Bill asked a a, kind of a question of, is there pressure on IU to win and kind of prove that they were worthy of those preseason expectations? It wasn't something I'd thought of at the time. I don't know. I I, kind of didn't really know how to answer it because I kind of don't know where to stand with this IU team. Like, I think they're still a good team, but the problem is they're in a really, really good division, like arguably the best division in college football. It's them or the whichever SEC division has 
uh, Alabama and Arkansas and it, the SEC West. Um, those are these two divisions are just chock full of talented teams. There's five ranked teams in the Big Ten right now, and four of them are in the Big Ten East. I use it two and two, and it's the bottom team in the comp or in the division. Um, so I think this IU team is pretty good, but it could ultimately lead to uh, this division basically beating each other up, and IU doesn't come away with a very pretty record. You would hope that's not the case, but with how Michigan and Michigan State have been playing of late, it's suddenly uh, the path to six wins is getting a little murkier, which is kind of what we always talked about. But coming back to this Penn State game, it's going to be interesting because I think IU was in a bit of a comfort zone last season as an underdog, and nobody really like expecting them to compete even when they got some big wins it was like it it was such a surprise that nobody really still expected it to keep going the there are expectations or there were expectations this season but as you said this is the first time IU is the big underdog and fully uh no expectations coming into this game so in that sense it'll be interesting to see how they respond at the same time, you're playing a night game at Beaver Stadium, and though that atmosphere is about as good as it gets in college football, uh, say for the, them maybe having a whiteout or uh, the Ohio State-Michigan game, things like that, Oregon, there's a couple other uh, exceptions. Other question I kind of had, we, we joked about it when we were watching on Saturday because I, uh, I still said 8-4 and four was the ceiling for this team. Where do you stand on that? Because I don't think you you feel the same way. Well, you know where I stand on it with this team. Look, we barely scraped. Home, road, neutral field, doesn't matter. We didn't really play well against Western Kentucky. We didn't we didn't play an Idaho kind of game. And apologies, by the way, because before I said Western Kentucky was the first win of the year, I meant to say it was the first real win of the year. All respect, yeah. to, all respect to Idaho, but um, that's that's rarely do you have a forgettable win in a college football season. That was one, um, but. To come back to your question, eight and four was always the ceiling. Um, no matter how we looked at it, look, no matter how optimistic you can be, even if the Iowa game went right, even if even if one of the Iowa or Cincinnati games went right, you still can't against, especially with this four-game slate of Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, asking for two and two is really, really difficult against that. That is the maximum that you should be thinking of. I I always thought seven wins was really going to be the ceiling. Once I, once we sort of settled into the season and realized what this IU team was going to be, I still think we can get, go one and three in this stretch. And I think that's what the team should be aiming for. Uh, you know, Michigan right now, Michigan and Michigan state seem to be the soft spots. Um, Ohio state does seem a little bit vulnerable, but I, I would say, Seven wins is, is should be the adjusted ceiling, and I'm I'm expecting six. I am hoping for seven. I don't really know how to react if we get <laughs> if we get eight. They should put us in the Big Ten title game. I don't care if we get if we get eight wins. They should put us in the Big Ten title game. That's my take. Yeah, and when we did this in the preseason, we kind of penciled in Michigan State and Michigan as wins, and though that was how you got to eight and four because you could still lose to Iowa, Cincinnati, Penn State, and Ohio State. That all still seems likely, though, as you said, Ohio State 
seems a, a lot more winnable now than it did in September or August even. Um, but yeah, this stretch right now, Penn State this week, you have a bye week, Michigan State, Ohio State, Maryland, and Michigan. That is, I mean, it, it, it happens every year, this, this stretch. It's brutal every time. And it seems more and more brutal each passing year, especially when IU is trying to compete. Uh, there's the thing is now that uh, assuming that IU goes 0 and 4 against those teams, or I guess 1 and 4 if they beat Maryland, that means you suddenly have to win the last three games of the year to uh, to become bowl eligible, and uh, suddenly things get a lot murkier. So. It's inter- it's an interesting place for this Indiana team. They do they do themselves a lot of favors right now to win one of these next five uh, four games against these ranked teams. I just don't know that uh, Penn State's going to be the one. Uh, we're gonna we have some some matchups to watch. If IU is going to come away with a victory on Saturday, there's going to be some key areas that they are going to have to win. Before we talk about those areas, though. It's our, our betting uh, segment here, Bet Online. Uh, we talk about it all the time. Right now, they have the Hoosiers at plus 12.5. IU is a plus 360 money line. Penn State's minus 450 with an over under of 53.5. Keep all those numbers in mind for a minute, Jared, because I'm going to get your thoughts on those. Uh, as always, Bet Online is the number one place for you guys to bet on college or pro football this season. Head over there today with your mobile device, on your laptop, your computer. Get signed up and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. That's 50% welcome bonus with promo code Locked On. It's free money. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet Online's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. We also have prize picks that we've talked about. Again, unfortunately, they don't have IU's uh, I, the IU Penn State game up. It looked like they only had up to the three thirty games on Saturday. So might tweet some of those out on Friday. So be sure you guys are following at lo underscore Hoosiers. But for those that don't know, Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. They have more props than you guys could imagine for basically every game, uh, and they've had every IU game, save for the Idaho game, I believe, on there eventually. Uh, And I was looking today, you have WNBA, you have NASCAR with their fantasy score. I don't even know how that works. Uh, But if you're a NASCAR fan, they have that over there. They have uh, UFC, they have everything you guys could imagine. And they have multi-sport parlays as well or entries as well so if you guys have a a nascar prop that you like you can pair it with michael Penix's passing touchdowns and some other things to to bet so all of all users that deposit and use promo code locked on will receive a 100 instant deposit match up to 100 dollars. again more free money for you guys we're trying to trying to throw money at you guys this week so use the award-winning app on both the App Store or Google Play, entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Use that promo code locked on or go, and go to the App Store, download the app, join Price Picks today. Jared, I mentioned the bet online odds. Uh, again, plus 12.5 for IU, 
360 money line plus 360 minus 450 Penn State and over under a 53 and a half. Do any of those numbers stick out to you as a you, as a good bet this week? Yeah, if I was a gambling man, I would go with Penn State minus 12 and a half. Uh, I just especially you mentioned earlier, you know, SP plus has been pretty accurate in terms of predicting IU scores. Um, if not favorable to us, 12 and a half feels favorable anyways, the, the way that we've played most of the year with the, again, lone exception being against Idaho, uh, didn't play great last week, not carrying a ton of momentum other than a win into this week, a lot of injuries. Um, I, I just don't feel good about that. I do also feel good about under 53 and a half, uh, again, IU offense, not as good, not as potent as it was last year. Penn State at home under the lights, usually a really, really raucous crowd, really strong on defense. I think I think that under 53 and a half sounds like a really good line to me. Yeah, I would say 12 and a half is like the bottom of the range for IU. That I think that would be a pretty good result if they can keep it that close. And But I also think the 20 from SP Plus is kind of top of that. So uh, I predicted a 14-point. Penn State win, I would take that. I would also say that if IU is going to win this game, I think that they're going to have to hit that over. They're going to have to win in a bit of a shootout. And right now, I don't know if the offense is capable of that. I'd like to think so after that Western Kentucky game, but uh, I'm not sure how capable they are. As always, we'll wrap up today with some matchups to watch. The, the one that I keep mentioning, the one that I'm most excited to watch is Dotson versus Mullen. Uh, the, one of the top wide receivers in the Big Ten uh, for Penn State and one of the top uh, cornerbacks both in the Big Ten and in the country in Taiwan Mullen. So uh, that's, as I've said a couple times, it's one of the first times that Mullins this season is going to have a um, kind of a top player to match up across with. And Jahan Dotson is as good as it's going to get say for maybe Chris Olave from Ohio State this season. So I'm excited to watch that matchup. And, I mean, Tywin Mullen has been really good. Uh, he was the bet- highest graded player by Pro Football Focus last week in the Western Kentucky game. Uh, he had some big pass breakups. Um, he had some a couple tackles and was just came up with some timely plays. Um, he gave up three catches, but on eight targets. So strong outing from him. Jared, is there a matchup you're going to be watching on Saturday? Yeah. So it's a little bit of an oxymoron, but it's going to be IU versus themselves. Um, look, you go, you go on the road. Anyone knows this home or on the road, but especially on the road, uh, nationally televised game, you cannot beat yourself. That means no dumb penalties, the drops, they have to cut out the drops, um, you know I'm as high on this IU wide receiving core as any other group on the team. They got to catch the ball. They got to maintain their focus. You know, any any sort of slip up. You saw it in week one when we were on the road at Iowa. You know, we lost, We really lost that game because of mental errors. Uh, mental errors, lack of focus, you, you know, crucial penalties, putting us in long down situations. There is no worse place to be on the planet than going to Penn State and facing first and 20, second and 20 because of a holding, first and 15 because of a false start. You cannot have that happen. You have to execute nearly flawlessly against this team, especially this iteration of a Penn State team, which just had 
I believe it's first quarterback ever to throw for four touchdowns and 400 yards in a game. Um, pass defense did not look that strong last week against Western Kentucky, especially in crunch time while we were playing with a lead. Uh, it, it's just going to have to be that fo- that level of focus that they're going to need to really lock in uh, and just try to close. You know, open. You have to open strong. Obviously, they have not been great at opening games, but it's really going to come down the stretch. You know, that's when the pressure is going to be cranked up to eleven. That's when it's going to get really, ra- really loud and really rowdy at Beaver Stadium. So they need to respond with being a strong mental football team. And yeah, as you said, last time they were in a a raucous crowd for a big 10 game, it was a literal slip up that led to a pick six and uh, really sent that crowd into a frenzy. So um, yeah, that, that was a, that was a great one. The only other one I'll briefly mention is I use running game versus Penn state's defense. When we were talking to Kevin, he said really the two areas that Penn state have struggled in right now is running the ball and stopping the run. Unfortunately, IU, I don't know how well they're going to be able to run the ball, especially with that offensive line we've talked about. But if they're able to, there's opportunities there. But we'll, it'll be interesting to see. Stephen Carr, I thought, was tremendous last week. But it was because he was making a lot of guys miss, and especially behind the line. Uh, you can get away with that at Western Kentucky. I don't know if you can get away with that against Penn State. So That'll be an interesting matchup to watch. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back on Monday with reactions to this game. I suppose there's a chance if we win, there might be a uh, instant reaction emergency podcast, depending on depending on my sobriety level, to be honest, if we win that game, because I, I will be celebrating if we do. But uh, for your second listen, head on over to the Locked on Pacers podcast with uh, – Tony East and Adam Friedman. It's uh, media days were this week and training camps have gotten underway. So there's plenty of news on the NBA front over there. They will have you guys all covered with anything Pacers related. As always, if you guys can leave a rating and review wherever you guys listen to us or watch us at, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube as well. While you're subscribing to things, head on over to the Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q, handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Uh, I would imagine the IU Penn State game has come up over there because it is the primetime game on Saturday night on ABC. So it's one of the big ones. I'm sure they talked about it. Go give them a listen, see what they have to say. That'll do it for us today. Appreciate you guys listening as always. Appreciate you, Jared, for coming on. And uh, have a great Friday. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back on Monday in LEO. Are you?